Money FM 89.3, the best of prime time. The pandemic has caused great upheaval for businesses everywhere, with problems such as sourcing issues, supply chain disruptions, shortage of labour, just some of many issues. Yet, in the last two years, many SMEs have seized the chance to expand into e-commerce and now stand on the cusp of booming opportunities. We're talking here about global opportunities. This comes as the e-commerce sector is projected to continue flourishing in the region. Now, based on early commissioned research by Alpha Beta, the value of business-to-consumer e-commerce sales by Singapore firms from overseas sales has the potential to nearly double by 2027 if they invest in cross-border e-commerce. For micro SMEs, the share sits at an estimated 45% this year. It has the potential to increase to 69% by 2027. And here to tell us more about why the time is right for SMBs to capture a slice of the international e-commerce pie and of course share some of the trends that will shape the year ahead and your business as well is Anand Palit. He is head of global selling Southeast Asia at Amazon. Hi Anand, thanks for joining us. Hi Bharti, glad to be here. Thanks for having me over. Okay, so you guys organize the Seller Summit annually. Tell me what's new. So I think the first thing that was new was that I'm very grateful and happy that we could actually do the Seller Summit this year in a hybrid format. Mm. We had an in-person event at Marina Bay Sands in, in Singapore coupled with an online version where people could use an app to join and follow the relevant meetings. So very happy about that. What's new is we actually took this opportunity to introduce a few very useful new resources to help sellers in Singapore, Malaysia and the Philippines to grow their brands online international scale, leveraging the expanding cross-border e-commerce opportunity that presents itself right now. Right. So let's talk about the various opportunities here, because we're talking here about small and medium-sized businesses that previously may not have been online at all. So during the pandemic, I'm sure that many of them came on board. What were some of the lessons learned during the onboarding process and subsequent evolution phase? I think firstly, from a consumer standpoint, the pandemic has distinctly shifted people's shopping behavior from offline to online. And I think the first thing that we should acknowledge is that sellers did demonstrate adaptability, the resilience and the commitment to adapt to the fast-changing environment and customer demand. So I think from that point of view, we saw a lot of sellers come on board on Amazon stores and look at this opportunity to provide diversified products to our customers worldwide. What they have learned and I think what we have been able to support as the Amazon Global Selling Team is to help them grow and reach a global audience through 22 stores around the world and leveraging our audience of 200 prime members who actually would be looking to buy products from our sellers based here in Singapore. I think some of the lessons that specifically people have learned is, I think, to offer products which have great product market fit for markets like the US and EU and create a demand environment which actually caters to the location that they're selling rather than the location that they're coming from. And very happy to say that the Singapore sellers actually have done very well on that front and have seen some very outstanding growth numbers. Yeah, that's the thing. You have to know your customer, don't you, and target them specifically. So what are some of the techniques that you have seen sellers use in a sophisticated manner in order to target their customers better and to ensure that all their marketing strategies are tailored accordingly? Yeah, I think what a lot of sellers have been doing is actually leveraging the suite of products and services that Amazon has to offer and help support that business to achieve global launch and scale. 
So what we do is obviously take sellers who have the propensity and the intent to go global and make the process faster and easier for them. Within that, I think the couple of examples that I would like to talk about, you talked about building a brand and building marketing. So we do have free brand building tools that we offer to our sellers such as brand registry and brand stores. In addition to that, we also have a few innovative new brand building tools that we introduced during a seller conference such as Premium A Plus Content and Amazon Creative Services Hub, which can help sellers build their brand and offer it as a viable proposition to customers in the markets that they're going after. Other than that, we also have, in my opinion, a pretty interesting tool that has been very positively received, which is the new growth opportunities tool which can suggest and quantify the sales impact of valuable actions to improve a brand storefront. Storefront being the store that a brand can create on their Amazon page for buyers to see and understand the brand that they're offering to themselves. Right, right. So truly tailor-made as well, and there are tools available. But as physical stores open up as well, in-person shopping is also coming back. How can retailers find the balance between online and offline? I think it's a great question. I think long term, my view is that both offline and online channels will coexist and there's no conflict between offline and online channels. Customer behavior can also be very specific to individual customers and sellers, depending on their focus or priorities in the business, can also choose how to divide the time between offline and online. What we encourage sellers is to choose which channel better fits their business needs and basis that invest their time, bandwidth and monies into offline and online channels. If they are interested in going online, then I think Amazon is a good choice for them to start an online international business given the global infrastructure and benefits that we provide. And that also in some ways contributes back to the brand or the seller scaling up, right? Because what happens is that there's a knock-on effect that happens because of which and ultimately a seller who can get their offline and online strategies and develop their business across the board. Speaking today with Anand Palit, he is Head of Global Selling Southeast Asia at Amazon. Now, Anand, I think it's pretty obvious that sellers should be taking advantage of the coming developments in the scene as well. But standing out is so difficult. It is so challenging. What's available to retailers as we move forward in the next one to two years, perhaps, that they really should be anticipating, preparing for and taking advantage of? Yeah, I think some of the trends that you already touched upon some numbers, but I'll just add a little bit to that. I think, first of all, the uptrend of online shopping is going to continue. Global e-commerce retail will continue to grow in the next five years at about 9.7%, which is twice of overall retail growth. And within that, we expect cross-border e-commerce to grow even faster at about 18.4% CAGR basis of research that we commissioned. So I think from that point of view, I think at an Uber level, the biggest trend is about going online. Within that, I think what we also expect from a consumer behavior standpoint is that cross-border shopping is going to go mainstream. We expect more online shopping to take place, not just locally, but globally. I think more people will appreciate the convenience of international shopping and shipping because of the pure choices that they have, the selection that they can choose and what they can buy basis their needs. And I think that, in my opinion, spells a lot more opportunities for sellers in Singapore to cater to a global audience. And should they wish to take that and undertake that journey, Amazon is there with our 22 Amazon stores worldwide covering a lot of strategic regions in North America, EU and Asia.
Mm. And I'm sure you make all of these services affordable to the retailers, right? Yes. So uh, we actually have a lot of services which are free to our retailers. We talked about a lot of brand building tools such as brand registry and brand stores. Other than that, we also help sellers network with other service providers in case if they need help on certain aspects of compliance or understanding a particular market or understanding the tax framework that might be needed. In addition to that, we also offer the fulfillment by Amazon service, which allows a seller the convenience of Amazon picking, packing and shipping products as well as taking care of customer service and returns across all our stores. So mm. I think we have a pretty healthy mix of a core of good free services in addition to a few other services that if the seller wishes they can and if they want to have a more sophisticated and detailed approach to cross-border e-commerce, they have a suite of non-free services also that they can partake. Finally, Anand, I mean, Uncertainty is set to continue. We are still seeing supply chain disruptions, economic uncertainty, geopolitical tensions. How might all of those factors affect this space, even the e-commerce space? I think the pandemic has definitely affected and there are a lot of disruptions that we are seeing, as you mentioned. But overall, I think at the end of it, I would say that that consumer demand is going to be there. And as I just mentioned a little while back, the opportunity within that for cross-border products is going to only increase. So I think there would be temporary headwinds and I hope they are temporary. But I think at the end of it, in my opinion, if a seller were to look at all the headwinds which they are facing, the benefits of actually riding through that and, and looking at the growth opportunities that we present is definitely worth fighting for. And having said that, I think what I would also want to say is that Singapore sellers have shown a lot of resilience and we had a lot of sellers who actually enrolled in the last few months during the pandemic, showed the gumption to still launch their products or, or their catalog to customers in many countries and actually not just survive, but actually thrive on growth because of it. Thanks very much for that, Anand. Really appreciate it. Anand Palit, Head of Global Selling, Southeast Asia at Amazon. Thanks for joining us on Primetime. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.